Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at boardwalkhardwood.com. With Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. It's the opening drive on 101 ESPN on the morning after the Blues came away from their game against Ottawa with a 2-1 victory. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And joining us, Blues analyst from Bally Sports Midwest, Darren Pang, and Brucey. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Well, good morning to you both. Yeah, Brucey and I are going for a nice walk. And the minute I just mentioned his name, he peeked up here, tilted his head, he looked up at me like, I guess I'm going to be on the radio again this morning. That's what he just said. <laughs> okay, Panger, because you are an old-school hockey guy, how'd you like it when uh, Jake Neighbors dropped the gloves last night? You know, I'm glad you said that because I went back home after the game and I watched it again. Um, as you know, being between the benches, sometimes you, you know you just can't see everything develop the way you would up, up in the booth, and that's that's probably the only negative about being down there. But, um, you know, after I did the interview with them on the bench and – he mentioned that Noel Achari just got drilled. I, I, I thought it was the previous hit. I mean, it was instantaneous. When, when Achari got hit right in the slot, I mean, he didn't even hesitate. That, that's old school right there. And uh, I, 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 quite frankly, I, I love that. I, I, think, I think we could use a little bit more of that gumption, especially on home ice where the home record is not, you know, it's not favorable. It's not good enough. And, and, and they've got a, a nice little run here where there's a lot of games still left, and, you know, especially on this. Uh, on this uh, homestand here, but I mean, I, everybody saw that. I mean, there was nobody sitting down in the stands. The energy was high. It's uh, it's two guys in the same weight class. Um, it's you know the fights are a direct result of something that neighbors doesn't like during the game. And in fact, during uh, the first period, I, I had mentioned several times that both those players were jarring back and forth. Um, and same with Nathan Walker. So uh, so there was already sort of a, a little bit of animosity brewing right there. And and instead of not doing anything about it, I love the fact that Jake Neighbors did something about it. And, and uh, you know, and then he, he scores a goal. He gets in a fight. He has a breakaway after that. I mean, he was a, a significant contributor to last night's win. Yeah, I, when I saw that happen, I, I got excited because that's the one thing. You know, I don't I don't necessarily, if they want to fight, fight. But the, I like guys sticking up for their teammates. And, and to me, when that happens, that, that brings a team together. And I know that's something that Barubi has been talking about as well. Just guys standing for one another and fighting for one another. You know, both literally and, and uh, metaphorically just fighting for one another on that, on that hockey rink, on that ice. Is that is that yeah. something that can help this team go forward and, and really gel and become better night in and night out? Well, Kerry, there's there's no question that that hockey players to me that look the other way, um, you're in a scrum and they just kind of 
whoa, la, la, I didn't see that, and they skate the other way, are, are not my cup of tea. Yes. Uh, I just say that. I mean, I think you have to have awareness in any sport you're playing, what is going on around you? What is the surroundings? What is happening? Um, who's doing what on the ice? I mean, that's, that's hockey sense as well, or, or just have an athletic sense, no matter what sport you're playing. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to say that this team is going to stand up and and scrap every single night. That's just not the makeup of this team. But, but when something happens and you've got a chance to step up, and, and by the way, that player was running around and, you know, he was banging some bodies too. You know, he was trying his best. He's, a, you know, he's only played 41 games in the NHL and he's, he's, he's trying to make the Ottawa Senators. He's trying to stay in the lineup. So he's doing, you know, what you like to see in a player. But I, I just, I just like the fact that Jake Neighbors observes it. And, you know, the, the more you watch Jake Neighbors, the more you understand that, you know, four years in the, you know, Western Hockey League and going all the way to a Memorial Cup final, um, you know, you understand the nuances of the game. And if you don't, you wouldn't have lasted that long and you wouldn't have been a first-round draft pick. So very excited for Jake. He's taken advantage of an opportunity. You know, when I, I remember being recalled in 1984. That's a long time ago, but <laughs> I, I probably had eight or nine veterans pat me on the back and say, Slam the door behind you, kid. Don't let anybody else back in. And, and it's a saying that still stays true to this day. I mean, Kerry, you probably said it to a bunch of young players growing up. Like, don't let somebody else take your job. You, right. you, just, walked in, you just walked in the door. Shut the door behind you and, and, and give them no reasons or no excuses to send you down to the American Hockey League again. And I think Jake Neighbors has taken advantage of this opportunity. Hey, my uh, my good friend Najee Davenport told me if the door opens, you gotta got you gotta get in. Uh, when I became the starting fullback, he said, "You know, CD, I told you to just slide in the door. I didn't tell you to kick the whole door down." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like I like the fact that you kicked the whole door down. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, Darren Pang with us on 101 ESPN. Panger, how unusual in this day and age is the year that Jordan Biddington is having? Because if somebody doesn't watch him play and looks at the numbers, they say, boy, he's having a bad year. And that, if you looked at numbers from the 90s with Curtis Joseph, Grant Fewer, and the, the goals against that they had, you'd say, man, it's not that great. But we know what they were dealing with. How unusual is what Bennington, you, you watch the league, you see every team. How unusual is what he's dealing with? Well, I, I think the majority of the run that he's had, like this year um, and especially recently, I think he's faced more high high end danger chances, high quality chances from the slot than he did in that entire run of January, February, and March when the Blues won the cup. And you know, going back to that that time, and and by the way, that record that they had, you know, started in January or January sixth, you know, back in nineteen, you know, is very similar to what they have right now. Um, but what they did after that was incredible. What only losing six games the the rest of the way, but this. The, the reason why they had that success, Randy, is because they kept everything to the outside. I, I mean, the, like, not, I'm not saying every single chance was from the outside, but by and large, the forwards pushed to the outside. The defensemen boxed out and made sure that nobody got to the inside on Bennington. They basically said to him, you take the shot from the outside, you cover the rebound, and we'll cross-check somebody in the, in the chest or the teeth and get them out of your way. How's that sound? And... Uh, I, I mean, I, I succinctly remember, you know, saying it and talking to Jordan and talking to Jake Allen about, boy, this must be nice for you guys, the way that they're playing. And, 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 and again, you still have to sprinkle in a great save every now and then. But even last night, 
like there was a number of pretty good chances in that first period. We, we showed it on Valley Sports, and and uh, our production crew did a you know wonderful job of picking up everything from the slot, beginning with Brady Kachuk's first opportunity right in the middle of the ice, and Biddington had to make a great shoulder save on that one. So I would have to say that that's the area that's got to get tightened up, and I, I know it's getting better, but still, uh, the Ottawa Senators, they went to that, that area and they end up scoring the only goal by Stutzla right from the slot, and they had... I would have to say, just I would have to say, they had twelve pretty good chances right in that area. Hey, Pang, there was a play right in front of the net, right in front of the net. I don't know if it was Letty or Falk, uh, where he just lifted the the senator's stick up and and got his stick off the ice and not allowed him to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. tip the puck in. Do you prefer guys not right in front of you if you're the goaltender? Do you want guys moved out of the way? Or are you okay with what what that when that play happened? Just the the defenseman getting the stick off the ice and not allowing the tip in. Well, if I'm not mistaken, that was the Brady Kachuk situation where he put his 245 uh, pound rear end right in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right in Falk. I don't think Falk's going to move that anyway. I got you. So in that in that situation, Terry, I don't want the defenseman getting into such a heavy battle that now he's maybe going to trip over over Brady Kachuk. He's going to end up in my crease, or, or you know, I I watched Justin Falk's. His his eyes were good there. He was watching the puck. He wasn't wasting energy. He was waiting for them to release mm-hmm. the puck. And once they did towards Brady, then he lifted Brady's stick. I, I thought that was really smart. The only bad luck was it hit his leg and nearly yep. went in the net. Yep. But but other other than that, listen, Terry, if, if you're like a guy like Colton Preko is 235 pounds and 6'6", and I think if he was in that position, I would like him to be there first. And then, you know, then you start the box out and, and more of the cross-check and the physicality. But if the player gets there first, Man, that's not a whole lot of real estate you're dealing with right there. So now you've got to show some really good hockey intelligence right there, like like Falk did in that situation. But that last scrum where you saw Brady and, and Colton Pareko, listen, I know that's not a comfortable position for, for Colton. He's you know, that's that's not his makeup. But I loved it. And I that was that was two big boys going at it right there and there, there's another level of that from Colton, I think, that we can see. And by the way, on Thursday night, the Blues will have to continue to be physical, right? Nashville is about as physical as a team as there is in the league. Absolutely. They, they play a hard game, and the games between the Blues and, and the Predators are always phenomenal games for me. So, yes, every single line has got to be ready. They, 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 they basically got to have their head up at all times, and they've got defensemen that jump into the play. I mean, Roman Yossi's certainly one of the very best in the league at that. So that'll be a big test. But, you know, you, you beat Ottawa that played – I thought Ottawa played an excellent game last night, and I think they're a team of the future in the NHL. But, you, you know, you, you, you win that game, then you win on Thursday. Now the confidence just changed a little bit from what we saw in the last two games prior to last night's game. Hey, Panger, I want to uh, ask you about something that BK and Ferrario were talking about yesterday. Everybody wants a north-south game, and it, it just makes sense. But is it reasonable – if everybody is healthy, to ask Thomas and Buchnevich and Kairou to play the same kind of game that you ask Ryan O'Reilly and, and Brandon Saad and Tarasenko to play, stylistically, it just seems like they almost have to be different. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think you're – you don't want to take the great skill and the great mind and the great vision of those players and and make them a bunch of plugs. You know, mm-hmm. And I don't mean that by – dumping pucks in or plugs, but here, here's the difference. And last night it was a two-one hockey game. You're in, you're entering the the neutral zone. You haven't had much success on the rush all game. In fact, they haven't had much success on the rush for probably the last half dozen games. So the other teams are doing a great job against 
those three creative players, and that's why I, I'm sure that's why Craig Berube broke them up and, and took off Uchnevich on you know and put on Barbashev at, at some point during the second period. But even last night, I said, listen. It, you have to flip the puck in. I know it goes against their mentality, and Robert Thomas has it, and he wants to make a play. You can see he wants to make a play. Everybody on the bench is saying, get the puck in deep. <laughs> Everybody, um, including me between the benches, <laughs> get the puck in deep. This is not the time to go east-west and go along the blue line and try to make them the fanciest of all heel-to-toe saucer passes. And, you know, that's managing the game and the score of the game. Now, if you're down 3-1, to one, six minutes to go, you're having a hard time generating offense, well, maybe that's the time to, you know, that you make a play that could create a two-on-one break or a breakaway, uh, but not when you're leading two-to-one and you're trying to manage the score and the clock. Listen, the great Bobby Plager used to walk around downstairs, and, and we would talk about a lot of different things. We'd talk about, you know, holding the lines, closing the gaps, but he, he'd said it more than, I don't know, 5,000 times. You gotta play the clock. Yep. You gotta play the clock. The clock and is the your clock coach, right? The, that's right. And the mm-hmm. clock doesn't lie. And there was two minutes left when when Robert Thomas looked around and there was nothing there because the the blue line was taken, you know, it was taken over by Ottawa. Flip the puck in and live to fight another day. And I I think those mantras from the older players, you know, like Scotty Bowman and Al Arbor and and and, and Bob and Barkley Plager, they stay true to this day. They haven't gone away. Hey, does Brucey have a uh, blues leash and collar? Well, no, right now he doesn't, actually. He's he's having a good old time here, though, boy. There's a lot of sniffing to go around here this morning. He's, you know, the early the early, the early early dog catches the sniffs in the morning, I think. <laughs> no doubt about it. Panger, safe travels. Uh, who do you got tomorrow? I am in San Jose, leaving this afternoon. I got the Dallas Stars and the San Jose Sharks. Okay. Tomorrow night on the late game, yeah. Good. Dallas well, is a team that we need to scout. Yes, that's, they, they're a good team, boy. They're a really good team all the way around. And uh, um, Jamie Rivers is going to do the game on Thursday. I cannot get back on my private jet with 220 of my closest <laughs> friends. <laughs> all right. Panger, have a great day. Thanks so much for the time. Okay, thanks, guys. You too. See ya. Bye-bye. Darren Pang, Blues Analyst on Bally Sports and on TNT tomorrow from San Jose with San Jose and Dallas. Good to have him with us on the opening drive.